0: Is entitled Detours. Detours. Everybody in here knows what a detour is. When dealing with detours, it always takes us on a journey around and away from the place that we're trying to get to, but eventually it's supposed to get us back to it. Amen. Something like a a GPS, you know, like the the GPS is the Spirit of God. And when we listen to the GPS, we pretty well get to our destination most of the time. As long as it's being updated and God is always updated, Amen. amen? Talking about detours today. There are two parents that produces a child that causes big detours in our life. One of the parents is fear. The other parent is doubt. And when those two parents copulate, they bring birth To a child called immobility, means you're stuck. Case in point: you looking at a job you've never done before. It pays more money, way out of anything that you ever thought. You got a dream, but you don't know how to do it, and then fear and doubt steps in. Did that ever happen? And then you back off it, don't you? Because fear and doubt produces immobilization. You become like Lot's wife, a pillar of salt. You see, we're the salt of the earth, right? We're mobile. But because she took a detour, she took a detour. She looked back. And she became immobilized. She wasn't able to move. Instead of being the salt of the earth. She became a pillar of salt. Immobilized. She couldn't move no further. And God said go to the mountain. Mm-hmm. That's that higher place. Whether it's on a spiritual or a physical level. That's that higher place God wants us to go. But. We want to settle for a little place called Zor. Y'all remember Lot. God said go to the mountain. Get up out of Sodom and Gomorrah. And go to the mountain. They said no let us go over here to this little place called Zor. Zor means small little place. Because of that. And because of that detour. Look what happened. Two incestuous nations came from Lot. Moab and Ammon. Or Ben Ami, which is the father of the Ammonites. Amen. Amen. That's what took place because of the detour. Let's start at the beginning where the detour really began and (coughs) it's the biggest detour (coughs) that man has ever made. Go to me to, with me to Genesis 3 verse 6. Put Genesis 3 verse 6 up for me. And when the woman, that's the inner spiritual self of an individual. We're not talking about a physical woman here. We're talking about something that's inside of us that's supposed to be the GPS. The inner spiritual self of an individual because the woman came out of Man, she's made out of pure stock. And when the woman saw that the tree Mm -hmm. was good for food, that's the lust of the flesh. And that it was pleasant to the eyes, that's the lust of the eyes. And a tree to be desired to make one wise. That's the pride of life. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat. Mm -hmm. And gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. Three things called the major detour here. The first thing was the lust of the flesh. She saw that it was good food. Mm -hmm. Then the lust of the eyes, she saw that it was pleasant. Sin seems pleasant for a season, short season. And then there has to be a payoff, right? Wages of sin is death. And then there's the pride of life. It was there to make one wise. Be not wise in thine own eyes, the Bible tells us. So there she is and there he is and they go on this major detour. And we've been trying to get back on track ever since then. Can I get an amen? Amen. That's a major detour that took mankind away from God's true intentions for him when he fell into sin. Amen? Amen. Sin's a powerful thing. Don't fool yourselves, it's very powerful. So here's Adam and Eve. And they go through this thing called getting kicked out of the garden. That means that their soul wasn't in the delight of God anymore. Amen. But now it knew good from evil. And because the knowledge of good and evil from that tree brought about a devastating occurrence. And ever since then, however long the man that was created in the image and the likeness of God, however long he's been here on this earth, we've been trying to get back to where God would have us to be. Am I right about it? Major detour. And all we're going to do today is just give some examples of these detours. Please cut those phones off. I don't want to get into that this morning. I'm trying to deliver this word. Genesis 16 verses 2. Genesis 16 verses 2. And Sarah said unto Abraham, Washington, behold now, the Lord hath restrained me from bearing, they were promised to have a child, and I pray thee, go in unto my maid. Do you see what happened here? Detour. Go in unto my maid. that's a detour Detour, detours come from the decisions that we make it causes us to take a left turn when we should be taking a right GPS say take a right turn but we say well I know a shorter way I'm going to go this way and now we wind up going round and round and round in circles we've all been there right it may be that I may obtain children by her. See, I want to help God out. We're going to help you, God. See, she gave us this promise. We're going to help you. And Abram, look at old Abram. And Abram hearken to the voice of Sarah. Well, his wife just gave him permission to go in on the woman, right? And he's a man, right? And he's going to go. So don't come up in there acting like, oh, you know. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> the wife done told you you can go, you gonna go. That's a detour. Sarah told him to. According to the scripture, right? Amen. He didn't tell himself to. She put it in detour. Adam didn't. She put it in his head to eat what he shouldn't have eaten of. And that's a spiritual thing. That ain't got nothing to do with a fleshly woman. That spirit can work in anybody. Just like the Jezebel spirit, it can work in anybody. Man, child, female. It don't make no difference. So we're not picking on women up in there. We're picking on mankind. That's what we're doing. We're pointing out the detours that man makes in life. Amen? Amen? So Sarah says, Go in. Let's help God out. That was what was in her mind. She didn't know she's making a detour. She thought she okay, we're gonna help God. Since it's been such a long time, we're gonna help him. How many of us have tried to help God usher in his plans Amen. Mm-hmm. and caused the detour, right? One of my biggest concerns when it comes to this church is making sure that I stay on post to try to land this plane on heaven's strip. thats my biggest challenge, and I go through hell with that challenge. Because if you knock the pilot out, plane gonna go down. Plan ain't go, the plane ain't The plane gonna go down if you knock the pilot out. You better hear me, because the pilot knows how to fly the plane. You don't. You're a passenger on the plane. It's like Ray Charles saying, let me drive. Or oh, Stevie Wonder. Let me drive. Y'all catching my drill? Mm-hmm. So here we are. In the detours of life. We make many of them. And like I said, I'm just going to call out some examples today. Because they're all in the Bible. We've already seen where Adam and Eve took a detour, right? We've already seen where Abraham took a detour, right? Caused another nation to be at odds with the nation that God had intended. Amen? Amen. Mhm. Now let's go to Exodus 12, verse 30 and 32. Not going to be with you long. Exodus 12, verses 30 and 32. Tell me when you get there. And Pharaoh rose up in the night, he and all his servants and all the Egyptians. And there was a great cry in Egypt because all the firstborn died of the Egyptians. And there was not a house where there was not one dead. Amen. And he called... For Moses and Aaron by night, see they were in a, the Egyptians were in a place of adversity, firstborn, all those plagues had been hidden. And he said, rise up and get you forth from among my people, both you and the children of Israel, and go serve the Lord as you have said. Also take your flocks and your herds, mm-hmm, as ye have said, and be gone, and bless me also. <laughs> you hear Pharaoh? Pharaoh is saying, y'all can go. But while you're going and you're taking all your stuff, make sure you bless me. The one that had them in bondage, that's like the devil saying, bless me. Amen? Same thing. But the point that I'm trying to make here is that it was only three days journey from Egypt to Mount Sinai. Three days. From Mount Sinai to the borders of Kadesh Barnea, the borders of Canaan, was only 11 and a half days. A total of 13 and a half days from the time they left Egypt to the time they could have got to the land of Canaan was only 13 and a half days total. Three days from Egypt to Mount Sinai, 11 and a half days from Mount Sinai to the land of Canaan. Took him 40 years. Took him 40 years to get there. And all the ones got there, the original, was two people Joshua and Caleb, which represents the Jew and the Gentile. Because Caleb wasn't a real Jew, <laughs> his daddy was a Kenenite. So he was showing back then. That the Jew and the Gentile Mm -hmm. would get in through faith. Amen. Amen. But watch this detour. When they got to the borders of Canaan, Mm -hmm. they saw giants, right? Remember I told you about doubt and fear Mm -hmm. will produce immobilization? It'll keep you from going forward. What did they do? We can't take them. We look like grasshoppers in their sight. See, however you see yourself, our others going to see you too. So because of fear that they were giants, because of doubt that they couldn't take them, They forgot all about God and they took a detour. They came back with a bad report. And that bad report cost them from a 13 and a half day journey to get to where God was trying to take them. Took them 40 years. And all the original except two died in the wilderness because of that detour. Only the 20-year-olds and below, the new breed of Israel, went in. Amen? Amen. Amen? Only Joshua and Caleb of the old crew went in because of, somebody say detour. detour. Mm-hmm. We, 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 do, we make them all the time, right? Because of the decisions that we make. And see, once the mind is conditioned to do certain things, how I many of y'all know it's hard to break those habits? And this is why God told us from the beginning, don't mess with that. This is why Paul said, touch not, taste not, handle not, because those that do perish at the usage thereof. That's why they say all of that stuff. But this stuff, it starts to bring light to our soul. Many times after we've already screwed up. Now we're in it. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Detours. I know all about detours. Joshua, the fifth chapter, verses six through nine. Joshua, sixth chapter. Verses 6 through 9. It says, And Joshua, the son of Nun, called the priest, said unto them, Take up the ark of the covenant, and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram horns before the ark of the Lord. He said to the people, pass on to the city and let him that is on pass on before the ark of the Lord. And it came to pass when Joshua had spoken unto the people that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horn passed before the Lord and blew the trumpet and the ark of the covenant followed them. And the armed men went before the priest that blew the trumpet and they rewarded, re-rewarded, came after the ark. The priest going on and they were blowing the trumpet. See, here there are no detours. They're doing what God has spoke for them to do. Amen. When we do what God has spoken to us to do, the way he's spoken to us to do it, there are no detours involved. It's afterwards, when we don't do it, that we make these detours. Remember, these detours that we make come by our decisions that we make. And I'm going to tell you right now, it costs to be the boss of your own sin. I'm going to say it again. It costs to be the boss of your own sin. Because you, you and me too, we're paying ourselves debt. That's the payment. Jonah. Let's look at Jonah. Jonah, the first chapter, verses one. 1- through three. Put that up, please. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittah, saying, next verse, Arise, that means get up, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. Next verse. But Jonah mm-hmm. rose up to flee unto Tarshish. He made a decision. He rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence. Of the Lord. That's right sister. There's a detour. And he went. Look what he did. When we See when we go. And we take detours. Look what we find ourselves. And went where? Down. Down. To Joppa. Now watch this. And he found the ship. Going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare thereof, and he went where? Now. Went down some more, didn't he? Mm-hmm. See, that's what sin would do. That's what these detours would do. And he went down into it to go with them unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. You see, sin causes us to go away from the presence Of the Lord. And we are so conditioned in it until it causes malfunctions in our life. And there's not a man, a woman, or a child anywhere who doesn't take detours. We make bad decisions sometimes. That causes us to take a detour from the presence of the almighty living God. I know I'm speaking the truth. And I'm speaking it from experience. I know what I'm talking about a few. I've always said if I had to go through the jungles, I was in Nam, the Vietnam era. I don't want to go through no book learner. I want to go through a sergeant that's done been through the jungle. That's a man of experience. I don't wanna I don't want no lieutenant or no ensign or none of that. I want the real deal. I want the, the petty officers, the ones that's done been through the jungle to lead me. Cause I got a better chance of getting out alive. Amen. It's ironic, the preacher was saying this morning, you're right. Moses was given all kind of education in Egypt. And then he had to flee Egypt and go out in the desert for 40 years. Till he was eighty years old, because he left Egypt at forty. Came back at eighty. Moses didn't know God was conditioning him. See, sometimes God takes us on a detour. See, all things work for the good of those that love the Lord, who's been called in accordance. To his purpose. See Moses was called. Way before he was called. So God sits him up. And he takes a detour. And he kills man. But what appeared to be a detour. God. Used. For his glory. Because during the whole time. Out there in that. Desert. Forty years. Forty years. Long time. But he was conditioning Moses. Because the whole time Moses was there, Moses was tending to sheep. And for 40 years, God taught Moses every aspect of that desert. Wonder why. Because at the end of the day, Moses would have to take the sheep of Israel through that very same desert. So God had to show him the layout. What a beer appears to be bad ain't always bad. It may be right then to us. But God has a greater plan for our life. God has a greater victory for our life. But we got to get this parents, these two parents out the way called fear and doubt. Because every time we allow those two parents to get together. They bring forth a child called immobilization. You're stuck. Can't move. Anybody ever been stuck? I guess just a couple of us. Even the young man know he's been stuck. See, I know we got a lot of liars in the church. But it's Okay. You know, it's all right. Because we all know the truth about each other. Because we're all alive and we're all going through something. Everybody you meet going through something. Amen? <coughs> so it's okay. Okay. You confess it to God. But I don't have a problem confessing it with you either so that I might be healed so Jonah he goes down to Joppa from he goes down into a ship storm comes up all because of detour storm comes up He goes down into the sea. Amen? That's the third down. Mm -hmm. This is what sin do. This is what that detour do. Down, down, down. And then he goes down into the belly of a fish. Which is he goes down into the belly of the truth. And when the truth spit him out, He went on down and did what he's supposed to do. You see on this detour. We're going to find. A whole lot of truth. About ourselves. And where we've gone wrong. The right roads that we've taken. And the wrong roads that we've taken. And all of us are guilty. That's why I'm so glad. That we got a church. That. Doesn't judge mm-hmm. and not people, mm-hmm. you know. Talk about people. And when you leave here, you and you're not a part of the assembly anymore. Now you mad at the assembly? We was the greatest thing, As long as we've given you everything you wanted. But somehow, or another, you forgot that. And now we be, have I therefore become your enemy, Paul? Say because I tell you the truth. So now we become an enemy to the devil and his workers. And that's good that we're enemies of him. Because he's trying to kill us. The only reason we're alive today, minister, like you said, is because of God's grace and because of God's mercy. Some of us was cut off. Didn't wake up. What's so special about us? Could have been us. It's through God's grace and through God's mercy and his compassion that we're here today. And that's the only reason we're here. So we have to recognize the fact that the Lord... You're still, most high God. Last scripture. Deuteronomy two verse three. <coughs> Put Deuteronomy two verse three. Watch this. Detour. You have compassed. That means you don't went around this mountain. How long? Long enough. <laughs> long enough. Yeah, I've been around going round and round and round <laughs> I better get back up here. Didn't hear pretty <laughs> this, this in here is undeniable. Yeah <laughs> you ever, you, you ever see them uh them bugs that they go round and round and round and round, they make that little dirt thing, I forgot what they call them. But anyway. Round and round and round and round and round. he say, put that scripture back up there, son. He said now, you haven't been around this mountain long enough. This stumbling block. <laughs> he said, now you need to turn you where? Northward is into the unknown. See, 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 we don't meet God. It's two places. It's, it's two places where we meet God. On the back side of the mountain is one of. Them. And I'll tell you the next one sometime. But just eat that up. Because by you understanding that we meet... God, I'll go and tell you now. He don't work in our comfort zone. We meet God out of our comfort zone. There's too many places that we meet God. That's why he said, now, you need not just go northward. You've been around this long enough. Now, the reason I'm dealing with the backside of the mountain first... It's because I got to deal with our egos. See, now, I'm too old to have an ego. Some kind of way, that thing just dissipated. A lot of us want to be on front street. Not realizing the price of being on front street. We in the military, we are soldiers of Christ, right? So I'm going to equate this to military. In a squad, you've got seven people. But you got a point man up front. Guess who's going to get shot first? <laughs> now, can you handle that? Can you handle every time you go to do good, <clears throat> some devil is dead or crucified? Can you imagine how Jesus felt when they called him the devil and he was the son of God and they said, you a bug. But Jesus kept on walking. Mm-hmm. He knew his mission was. He knew he had to fulfill it and he did it. Two places in the unknown it's where you're going to meet God. On the back side of the mountain and out of your comfort zone. We're not going to get far with God staying in our comfort zone. Because your comfort zone won't push you to the next level. god got to put a fire under you. To push you. Like a turtle. Put a fire under him. I told you all this story when I was a child. How I used to do that. Put that fire under that turtle. I wanted to know if it could move faster. I found out it had quite a few more gears. When the right thing got under him. I found out I got a few more gears. When the right thing get under me. I bet you found it out too. Mm-hmm. Fire will make you move. Won't it? Amen. Amen? It'll refine you, but it'll make you move, won't it, Sid? Make you move. Just simple message this morning, you know. Been hitting you with some tough stuff. Sometimes we just need to just talk about it, right? Just talk about it. Us. He said, now, you've been around this thing long enough now. So now, <laughs> we're so conditioned to going around and around and around that same old stumbling block that we're trying to find a way to break that cycle. And breaking the cycle is the hardest thing to do. If we can break that cycle two, three times in a row, we will be all right. But the mind, the way it works, is we dug these trenches in our mind as we walked around that same old stumbling block. And y'all know, if you dig a trench deep enough, it becomes a, a real hole. And I'll guarantee you, when you're in a hole looking up, it's different from when you're out of that hole looking down at that person that's in that hole. It's a different view. So the person in the hole is giving one view, and it's realistic, because they're the one that's in it. The one out of the hole looking down, he got a point of view, he, she. They got a point of view, too. Their only problem is is that they don't know what it's like to be down in the hole. (laughs) It's not that they are wrong. It's just that they don't know what it's like to be down in the hole. It's a different view when you down. (laughs) It's a different view if you look here. When you ain't got no money in your pocket, let me tell you something. If money is what makes you, you in trouble. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you go have that, and so that that thing can take wings, man. You can't get tripped out over a dollar bill. You can't be equating God to money. <laughs> money, 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 money. That's what everybody wants. How much is enough? Poor man saved the city in the Bible. Nobody else could do it. After the poor man saved the city, they hated him. Why? He didn't have no prestige. He, I don't want to get saved or prayed for by a pope preacher. I I want James. <laughs> yeah, well, what you need might be right, right Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Big church. Ain't none of this stuff big to God. I don't care. (laughs) Ain't none of us done nothing that God ain't already done. And you can have a whole auditorium full of folk. And I guarantee you, ain't but about 10%. Because that's that's how that thing works. About 10% of them are truly after God's own heart. The rest of them is just a social thing where they come for all other reasons. Business contacts, you know. Business contacts. Connections. Relationships. You know, with each other and not with God. You know, some people come looking for boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, whatever, you know. I guess I'd rather get one out of the church than out of that other house. But that don't always prove either. Because the devil in the church too. If the devil figured he could, the devil would rise up in this church. But the devil know I'll cut his head off. His head been cut off so much up in here until he knows. When come up in here, it better act right. It knows that. Every once in a while, it'll try to peep. (laughs) It'll see the old sword shining. I do that for your sake. To protect you. Not to protect me, but to protect you. That's my job. So these detours that we're taking in life, they cost us. And these detours that we're taking in life, you know, it it, it takes us way out of the way. But somehow God always seems to get his man or his woman. After all we go through, God still has a way of getting his man, a woman, and his mission through them accomplished. Amen? Amen. Give God some praise. Peace out.